Listener Production. Well, Ham, this is our remembering project. Yep, where a random day of the year is selected and we look up the run sheets from all our shows from across the years to find any we did on that day. Over 20 years, that's about 2,500 shows and roughly 26,000 talk breaks. Today, we pick one. One talk break only and try to remember what happened based on what was written down on the run sheet from that day. As always, we've got podcast Mike with us here for any technical stuff. Hello. Mike, what date was randomly chosen today? It's the 20th of November. Okay then, it's Haim's go. Here's Mike with the sponsorship stuff before we find out what year Haim will take us back to and see if we remember anything from that day. This is Hamish and Andy's Remembering Project. All right, Ando, mm-hmm. 20th of November. In 2008, we had a Hogs invention on the show that day. Right. But I think there'll be another day for us to yep. go back and relive a Hogs invention because this one, it's only one line. I vaguely remember it. You might remember it better. It's not what I want to listen to, but it's, I want to see if I remember it correctly. It was called The Breath Brusher. This is where you, mm. your mate Hogs came on, your yep. high school mate, and he, he he has a lot of inventions. Still does it to this day. We've had him on occasion on the on the podcast because we found out that he had on his desktop. Yep, he had an he had a spreadsheet called ideas.xls. <laughs> and it's where every time he got a brainwave, he would or a thought, mm. he would put it down on his spreadsheet. And to his credit, a lot of them have gone on to make a lot of. What money. I saw from another day that I was looking up was um, he goes he, he basically invented uh, what are those cars like get go cars or yeah. go get go get cars. Basically invented that. Yep. Basically you invented, oh, you don't own your own car. It's like a service and you just drop it off when you don't need it and everyone just uses the same car. And we're pissing ourselves. And laughing and laughing. You're a yeah. maniac, Hogs. He had, he, he, weather bet was another one he came up with. Weather bet. Now there's betting on the weather all the time and we were pissing ourselves. Who would bet on the weather? <laughs> yeah, he's actually a savant. So breath. the breath brusher though was uh. like tooth brushing for your breath. I oh. don't know how it worked. But it was something, no, it was in the it. dental world. Yep. And it wasn't one of the standout ones for me. So no. well, let's not, we, won't, we won't delve back into that. But that's what, what was happening on the 20th of November, 2008. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2007, we interviewed Jerry Seinfeld for B-Movie. Wow. Which I don't want to go back and relive necessarily mm. because we were pretty young and, and nervous. Yep. And he's my all-time hero. Yep. And I would love another crack at Jerry. Yeah. 13 years later as an adult I heard, because I just the, – the, the questions were bad. I remember us being a bit disappointed because I remember at one point like, we asked him a question and he's like, that's the worst question I've ever been asked. Interesting, top. yeah, because I remember him jokingly saying that or yeah. like or like trying to playfully spar but because we were too panicked. Yeah, panicked. Well, that's exactly what it was. Like for a while we were like going, oh, that was a bit weird but then listening back to it, I think we just didn't pick up yeah. that he was playing along. He did no, tell I remember, you – I remember the time I was like – Oh no, he's. I think he's trying to have fun, but yep. we took it to. We were, you know, the tone of the interview was like, okay, well, we'll try and get it back or whatever. Yeah. But you know, he was super funny. But you know, I, yep. I, it's it's sitting there, and I was like, well, there's no need to go back to it because we know we know what happened with Jerry. It <laughs> well, was, it was actually quite fun. Oh, it was they, fun. It was a great they, interview. They played it recently, and I, I heard it on the in, my, in the car. I was driving along. And I was like, oh, I remember this one being a bit weird, but it wasn't. It was just. I like, also remember he. Jerry had always said, you know, like for anyone that sort of followed his career and I have followed it closely, he's always like, oh, I don't know about movies, you know, you bad, do a bad movie, it's out there forever. And then he did B-movie <laughs> for, an, for, you know, he was like, I'm going to do it, I'm going to voice a character in this animated film and do B-movie. And I think he was probably feeling the nerves a bit of stepping outside yep. of where his sweet spot is, you know, of just doing stand-up. Yep. And certainly the, pro- you know, like 
he does something like a comedians and cars. He's way more comfortable doing that than. Yep. So I think promoting B movie, he was also wouldn't have been his fun spot on his guard a little spot. bit. Remember yeah. in the Cannes Film Festival, he was dressed as a giant bee and like slid down. A, <laughs> he like slid down at the high wire <laughs> yeah. at the premiere, and he just looks miserable. He, he did <laughs> tell a very long story in the interview, though. I remember him telling a story about dressing up as the pumpkin man for his kids for Halloween, which was it, hilarious. And it went for a long, long time though. We we're trying to get to another bit, and Haim jumped. Like it sounded like he was finished. And Haim jumped in with a question and he went, never stop a comedian mid-story. Oh, and we end. were like, oh, okay. Because <laughs> I remember these were like, you know, you had eight minutes or whatever. Yeah, you, so know, if you have so if little took, time. If someone took off on a ramble, you'd be He's like. He's taken a five minutes of our eight minutes to talk a pumpkin man story. We're like, okay. <laughs> anyway, still a highlight, um, hanging out with Jerry. But, geez, we'd do it better. Then also much later on in 2017, I, for a while, had a 5% share in a racehorse and it was scheduled to race at the Bong Bong races <laughs> that weekend. And so on, on the 20th of November, yep. we put the call out to people going, hey, um, has anyone been to the Bong Bong races? Are they tough to win? Have you won at the Bong Bong races? Yep. That's not what I want to go back to, but I... I'm glad. <laughs> it, it's not something that stands out. Another thing that we will one day probably cover in more mm-hmm. depth but was in 2017 on the 20th of November... We were also rehearsing for our Cool Boys and the Frontman tour. 2017, was that our last? Was that the private jet tour? Yeah, private jet tour. Now, Mark, you were around in these days. Yeah. Um, the rehearsals that year were probably our, our weakest. Mm. For, well, this we is seeing... for people who don't know, we started up a band mm-hmm. called Cool Boys and the Frontman. We were the Cool Boys. Hayne was on electronic drums. I was on exotic instruments, whatever. Yep, that was a keytar. A keytar at this time and Jack was on... Slow uh, guitar. Slow guitar. And we had a rotating front person. Yep. And that year we were singing We Are The Champions yes. by Queen and it was a rehearsal day that yep. day. So I remember those rehearsals because we'd go in... Well, we'd yell at each other most of us. We'd just yell at each and other. And we may not have... And we used to try and work out what song we are playing and we tried to... Oh. We tried to do... Uptown Funk. Uptown Funk. It yeah. was the worst thing I've ever heard. I, if, <laughs> it's we worse should make than... A, we should make a pact that if that comes up, we're not playing it. It's wor- it'll be worse than we even imagine and we, were, <laughs> and we imagine it bad. It was because... That's a song for musicians. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, most songs are songs for musicians. And it's sparse. It's a sparse song. It's so you intricate. You've got to be on. You've got to be like, so we good because like, <laughs> it's just you out there. Yeah. We like heavy everyone Messy. involved. <laughs> <laughs> lots of chorus, lots of volume, yeah. lots of thickness in the song. Yes. Not just. Plenty of places to hide. Yeah. That's what we want. <laughs> we want it to be a dense forest of music. Yeah. yeah. Not one cactus in a desert that's got to do its job. <laughs> So I don't. I don't think Wise. we need to hear the no. Cool Boys rehearsal from that day because Agreed. I mean I've heard the concert mm. and there was some music, questionable music yep. in the concert. Yep. So I don't. We do, we do not need to hear that. But on the music level, mm-hmm. on the music in the musical theme, I of course have got a long history of playing the drums on the show. Not well. Well, pretty <laughs> pretty bloody good for a kid that never taught, never got taught, yeah. never learnt. Um, Mike's. I actually remember seeing Hamish play the drums like when I listened to the show and I was like, oh, like Hamish is actually pretty good at drums. <laughs> like I was surprised. Thanks, I was man. like, does he actually play them? Yeah, thanks, Mike. <laughs> and Dave Grohl himself <laughs> That's true. had some positive things to say about this my drumming. This isn't the Dave Grohl moment. Okay. That must have been a different day. Yeah. This is something to do oh, with yeah, drums. Because if that was fell on your day, you were definitely replaying <laughs> when Dave Grohl said something loosely that could loosely be interpreted as a positive thing about your yeah, drums. I think he said that was awesome, man. Which you, when you write it down, as I did, I got T-shirts made that said that was awesome, man. Yeah. Dave Grohl, mind drumming. But in reality, the way he said it was, 
that was awesome, man. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> and I was like, okay. suck shit. You said it and now it's a quote and I'm putting it on a T-shirt. So, but I, I can't even remember where the drumming journey started. I think mm-hmm. it was early, early days. I bought an electronic drum kit, then I sold it and I bought another one. And But probably, you know... It's been over a 10, 12-year journey of me wanting to play drums and at times, you know, playing with Powderfinger on one yes. of our last shows. and That was a um, at the BYO pool party it, underneath the Sydney uh, Harbour Bridge. Yes. I was you had in, to bring your own pool along. It was a big outdoor um, last show. Yeah. I was in a one-piece bikini. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't remember why. Yeah. But I was playing drums Rating with Powderfinger. Because we were all having our pool. We were a pool party. <laughs> and I... So there's been a lot of different drumming incidents over the show. This one from 2014. Okay. So I think it was, this is in the days of maybe once a week drive or happy Happy hour. hour, Um, It was where I, I think, from what I remember, I think this is the thing that, because it just was one, a one sentence description. It says drum audition call. Is this the one where I, (laughs) is this the one where your brother's band, Ando, that you play in? We're looking for a new drummer. We were looking for a new drummer. And I went, what if I called up yes. and did a phone audition? <laughs> and the nicest guy in our band is Owen. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I'm pretty sure we called Owen. I think we called Owen. Yeah. And I was like, can I just. the bass player. Can I just throw some beats down for you? Owen went on to be the hidden agenda. He did for he Cool went, Boys in the Front Man. He went to be, on to be in our Cool Boys in the Front Man band. But we never let him show and, his face. And we put him in the wings essentially because we wanted extra beef, extra places to hide. We, we needed someone musically to like thicken out our songs. So he played bass for our band, but he but, had to be behind a screen. Yeah, because we didn't want him taking any of the accolades. And anyway. we never used his name. He was just always referred to as the hidden agenda. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't wait to listen okay. to this again. So, Mike, you've got to say some bits about the sponsor, which we're very appreciative of. So yep. you launch into that and cool. we'll get to it. So I think if, if, if memory serves and mm. if we've got the correct piece of audio queued up here, you know, we never listen to these. That's the fun of this. But 2014, the 20th of November, yeah. my attempt to join through a phone interview. Because you never auditioned over the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I would think not. Uh, Andy's brother's band is the drummer. The 20th of November, 2014. Happy hour. Hamish and Andy with you. Big moment for me, Ando, here. Huge moment for you. And my fate as a professional musician hangs in the hands of a man called Owen who mm. doesn't even know he's about to be judging me. Yeah. Here's the situation. It's I've a often judgment. I've often proclaimed I have a natural per- percussive skill. Yeah. I would be a very good drummer if I had to pick any instrument. Ando, your brother's band, yeah. of which you're a sometimes trumpeter and <laughs> uh, prancer yeah, yeah. of the band, yeah. um, Zoo Fight, are looking for a drummer. Yeah. So as a test... If you're a prancer out there, <laughs> I've got a spot taken. Spot's taken. <laughs> as a test to see mm. if a person that didn't know this was about to happen would actually think that I have drumming skills. Yeah. I'm going to call this guy Owen and go, listen, mate, you know, I've seen you play. Here you guys are looking for a, mm. looking for a new drummer in Zoo Fight, the band... You've given me a little cheat sheet so I can drop a few names and yep. he'll he'll think I'm the real deal. Yep. Owen's the most accomplished musician in the group. So he's the Till best. Till I join. <laughs> <laughs> so he's be the best judge for this one, Ham. Big. So yes. Um, big, big, big. I've fed you some information mm-hmm. that hopefully will lure Owen in to at least listen to you for yep. a little bit. And I'm going to say I live, you know, like three, four hours away. So let us know if I'm what you're looking for. And you can just, if you just go at one point, <laughs> hey man, I'm right on the kit right now. <laughs> I can drop some beats for you. That's not how we talk. 
but I appreciate you trying to help. <laughs> um, he- yeah, that's not how drummers talk. But yeah, sure. I'll just say to him, listen, I'm just put the phone down and give you a quick audition. Yeah, cool. Um, what's, what's, what should I play? Jazz, funk? Well, <laughs> you, should, you should just <laughs> attempt something in time. Yeah, cool. Yeah. I can. I'll see if I got any of that. Finish with a bit of a fill. <clears throat> cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay. As in a Phil Collins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just anything, you know. Paradise. Yeah, as yeah well. it's fine. It's fine. Okay, cool. Owen, don't mess with me. Good luck. Hello. Oh, how's that, Owen? Uh, yeah. Who's who's speaking? Sorry, my name's Dave. How are you? Dave, how you doing? Yeah, good, mate. Um, you uh, you do you play you play bass for Zoo Fight, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm mates with Elvis. Um, I got your number off uh off Elvis. I've seen you guys play a few times. I hope you don't mind me giving you a call. Not at all, not at all, man. Sorry, I'm just uh, in the car at the moment, so sorry if I'm a bit uh noisy. No, no, that's okay. I can I can hear you perfectly. Um, right. you sometimes play with Andy McGarvey as, as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 I've seen you guys. It's you, you're really good. Oh, cool! Thanks, man. Oh th- no, no worries. Um, hey, I'm a drummer. Um, and is does Zufight still need a drummer? Uh, yes, I believe we are currently uh, looking. Well, um, yeah, I was speaking to Elvis, and he suggested I give you a give you a buzz. Yeah, um, that's great. Um, look, he, the thing is, I'm I'm sort of about four hours uh, away. Um, but I am about to move to Melbourne. Um, so look, I was just thinking, maybe, look, I'm at the Skins now. And maybe I just rip out a few. Do you want me to just rip out a bit of stuff? If you happy to just sort of listen, tell me if it's the kind of sound that you're up for. Yeah, cool. Um, look, that that sounds really good. I'm probably not in the best position to listen to it right now, though. Uh, I'm, I think you. I'll, I'll see, uh, we'll I'll, see what happens. I just put the phone down next to um, Susie McKit. Yeah, cool. Um, no, no worries, man. Okay, hang on a sec. Just take me one sec to get set up. One, two, three, four, five, six. So, are you there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello? Oh, sorry, I dropped the sticks. <laughs> yeah, cool. And look, I can't, I can't really hear you at the moment. What do you reckon? Um, good enough to, good enough to make the three-hour journey in. Sorry? Um, should I bother coming to Melbourne? Is it good enough to make the trip? Oh, look, I, I, I can't really hear you very well, man. Maybe the best thing to do is just. I'll go again. Did you hear that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should I come in? Sorry? Should I come on in for an audition? Uh, yeah, Luke, the best thing to do is probably maybe give me a call uh, when I'm not on speaker or something like that. But, but am I, I in or out? Sorry? Am I in or out? <laughs> Who is this? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, it. Damn it, just tell me to come for an audition. It's Hamish and Andy here, It's all I want, Owen. It's Hamish and Andy. Don't tell him. Hamish, th- Hamish thinks he's a natural percussionist. It's too he- cramped on this kid. I couldn't get a rhythm on. And Hamish thought that he might be able to impress you enough to get an audition. I said, if Owen agrees to an audition from what you can do, I'd be very surprised. And I'm taking that as a firm no. I think you were about to say, come in for an audition. 
Uh, I, I was pretty keen. I was, I was my, but the savage beast inside me was soothed. <laughs> so, so sorry to bother you, Owen, but uh, I think it's a resounding no for Hamish. Not bad though. I've got that. Oh, no, hey, hey, don't be so harsh. She's all right. Yeah, and that's from Owen, Andrew. You said yourself he's the best musician in the band. I also said he's the nicest guy in the band. As well. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mate, sorry to bother you. We'll catch you soon, eh? It's all right, man. Thanks, man. <laughs> I'll take everyone out. One, two, three, four. Turn him off, Jack. So, I remember that kit. Such a cramped kit. It was <laughs> tiny, Mike. You should have seen it. <laughs> yeah, it, was it was so. It it was did. Never stood a chance. What, what, what percentage uh, increase of skill and sound would a better kit have given oh, you? Hundreds of percent. <laughs> Hundreds so of percent. Inf- yeah, wow. Like seven, eight times better. <laughs> I would have been had I been able to stretch the old limbs out <laughs> yeah. and get a good flow on across the different skins. Yeah. Jeez, it really. I mean, I should point out that Elvis. And it sounds funny, but Elvis was our current drummer, but his name was Elvis. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and so that's that's why Elvis gave me a number. Sounds a really, <laughs> really bit. It sounds <laughs> quite odd. Quite, cause it sounds like a weird thing to start with a prank that you're hoping to lure someone in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, yeah, I am good friends with the Beatles, <laughs> and they gave me your number. <laughs> you did well though, Hep. Good remembering. Uh, it wasn't my best drumming, to be honest, on the show, but fun remembering. <laughs> Listener.